You are listening to the 3ND Podcast. I am your host, Justin Lewis. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J underscore Timberfake underscore. You can find the show on Twitter at 3ND Pod. Uh, we are a part of the Grizzly Bear Blues Network of Podcasts. You can find us at SPN Grizzlies uh, and grizzlybearblues.com. Make sure you check out the Starting Five podcast, uh, the Core Four podcast, and GBB Live. Uh, I'm back. I've been off a little while. A newborn kind of takes over your schedule. Um, I am pumped about our guest. Um, they are not national guests like I like I've been bringing on recently, um, but I'm more excited than having some national guests uh, this week. I've got two guys that I've gotten to know pretty well over the last. Uh, I guess it's been three or four years, maybe even a little longer um, or even shorter. I don't know. It just feels like I've known them for a long time. Um, <laughs> Two guys that I would definitely call good friends, and uh, they have now, I guess, become more official with their own uh, podcast. Uh, I'll introduce this guy first. Joe Melanax calls him an honorary GBBer, Mr. Connor Dunning. How you doing? Hello, sir. I'm doing pretty well, man. You know, I'm going to recover from that little shot that we're not national. Uh, technically, we are, <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna, I'm just going to recover from that for a moment. I'm going to need a minute, but yeah, we're happy to be on the show. Happy to be on the show. Yeah, glad glad to have <laughs> you. Gotta, you. Uh, you got it. Uh, we're competition technically, so you got to nuggets out the gate. I understand. <laughs> uh, joining us also is Connor's uh, co-host for their podcast, Sound and Color Podcast, Mr. Isaiah Downey. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm I'm pumped that I have both of you on at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Dude, I'm ready. We're here. Let's debate about something. Let's do it. Are you ready for uh, game uh, game four tonight? I am ready for game four. Um, we'll talk about that at the end. How about that? <laughs> okay. We're gonna try to slip LeBron in in this podcast as much as possible. I hope you're. I hope you're prepared for this. Oh, I already knew. So a little bit of context. <laughs> He's got notes. Yeah, a little bit of context for the listeners. Um, these are two LeBron stands, and I am uh, the complete and total opposite of that. So they're gonna <laughs> oh, take wow. their chance. Um, to, hater, a hater. That's what yes, that is. That is what that is. I am a LeBron hater through and through. Probably because I'm old and I grew up in the Jordan era. That's it. <laughs> I will. I will give you guys that. But um, you know, your podcast, Sounding Color, uh, covers music and movies, and it's and I've I've told you guys both before, but I'll say it on here. Like, you guys are my personal Rotten Tomatoes when it comes to to music and movies. Uh, so take that for national, Connor. <laughs> You're the one that insulted us. What are you talking about? You're but I'm complimenting <laughs> you now. <laughs> there you go. I love. I love the flip. I love the flip. We'll make that. We'll make that flip. I, uh, no, I see what he's doing. I, he's doing the dentist system on us, Isaiah. He's doing the dentist system, and I and I support it. I support. It. <laughs> um, I I am not the aficionado that you two are when it comes to that. I do love music and I do love movies, um, but the critiquing side of it is not something that I'm great at. Um, but I do want to talk about music today, and one of the things I want to talk about, and I really want to hear from both of you more so than me really say anything about this, is music is very unique in, in telling a story, and I think even right now in today's um, times and, and how crazy 2020 is, some artists have actually done a great job of using music to tell a story. Um, I'll start with you, Isaiah. Like, Talk about how music is just so important for culture and um, how music is um it is really used for that that narrative 
uh, I think you pretty much you pretty much got it. it. It's definitely used as a whole to to tell stories and to give uh, or to tell um, a story with emotion or give some sort of some sort of a backstory with with something that's going on and it's something very personal. Uh, <laughs> um, music has for I mean at least for me it's always been a part of my life from um, you know from from the start and you know I have my mom to thank for that she has introduced me to so many different things you know we actually uh, what's crazy is and, and terribly tragic we just lost uh, Eddie Van Halen uh, I think a, a few hours ago and you know I grew up listening to his music and 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 uh, so many others, Michael Jackson's, and and then hip hop came into culture. So um, it can teach you a lot of things. Music can. Uh, it can teach you teach you a lot of things about the people who make it. It can um, and, and just tell their experiences and things like that. So it's very important. And the same thing with movies. Um, and it's just something that we can enjoy, especially in 2020, uh, such a you know weird uh, year for everybody. I think it's something that we can escape into, and that uh, I think everybody really enjoy. I, I don't think I can ever meet somebody who hates music, that'd be weird, but you know, something that everybody can enjoy and I will forever enjoy. That would be weird. I, I, I don't think I know anybody that just hates music either. Connor, what, what would you like to add to that? Uh, I mean, uh, he, he pretty much summed it up pretty well. I think uh, like for me growing up, music was, it was vitally important. I actually had a, a similar experience with Isaiah in that my cousins who were older than, than me, they, they were kind of my big brothers and and my parents were super into music. So I was growing up constantly around phenomenal music. Then that's why like Eddie Van Halen passing away does, I mean, it sucks because like I grew up listening to Eddie Van Halen and uh, there's also a movie connection there. Uh, he he actually did Back to the Future for free. He wrote a solo little riff for him so that, that when Marty had to go wake up his dad and trick him into thinking that he's from the future, that is actually Eddie Van Halen that you hear on the cassette tape. So Marty, would have never gotten back to the future without Eddie Van Halen. So we got a little movie tie in there. Um, but music is, music is so important in that, especially with movies, is that it's the emotional cue. It tells the audience what you're supposed to be feeling in the moment, what, how you're supposed to be reacting. It, it brings the emotion to it because like dialogue and cinematography and all that stuff, yeah, that can show the story and it can, it can tell you what's going on. But it's really when the music hits is when you feel that little flutter in your heart or you feel that choking happening in your throat when you're about to cry just next time you like watch a movie or really pay attention to like the cues of the music because that tells you what you're supposed to be feeling in that moment and I think it does the same thing overall I mean just driving down the road uh and being able to listen to a soundtrack and just getting lost to it and almost forgetting where you're driving is is oddly relaxing I find it extremely therapeutic so yeah music is very important to me I mean it's more I think Isaiah is more of the music guy between the two of us um, but just being around him and his influence has, has really made me fall in love with music even more. And now my brother is actually pursuing a career in music. He's at the U of M right now studying music. So um, it's a happy big birthday part of my him. life. Yeah, shout out to Colin. Happy 21st to you. Um, big deal, big deal. But yeah, man, it's, music's a huge part of not only movies and everyday life, but also sports, as we're about to talk about. Right. And so I'll give you guys a little bit of background with me when it comes to music. Um, I have no musical ability whatsoever. Um, I cannot sing and clap on beat at the same time. Um, but here's what's wild is my, my blood grandfather. Um, I'm half adopted. So I, I didn't know about this other side of the family until I was like 19 years old. Um, but my blood grandfather um, helped 
found Ardent Studios in Memphis, um, and he played with B.B. King and Isaac Hayes, and he played uh, on Johnny Cash's front porch with him. Wow. Um, and then my dad uh, was a drummer, and he went on tour with Kiss as their IT guy and then ended up laying down some tracks with uh, one of the guys from Sting in Nashville. So, like – Laying down a track. There you yes. go, Justin. So, like – That's lingo there, too, baby. I yeah, see. yeah. And so now my my youngest half brother, who's a senior at uh, Christian Brother High School, has been in a in a uh, rock band for the last uh, seven years. That they were getting looked at by Sony um, to be signed, but they decided that they needed to go to college and that they're going to put their band on hold. But as eleven year olds, they were the best cover band at Springfest. You know, opening for Brett Michaels and. Um, whoever else South Haven's had recently for Springfest. So like music is, is in my blood on, but it's not, <laughs> I just got skipped on it. <laughs> Music's in your blood, but not your voice. I understand right. that. I, exactly. I have no musical ability as well. I feel, I feel your pain. Justin. I feel your pain. <laughs> it's, and it's awful because like, I love, love music. It, it does help me get through the day. Like I don't like to work out without music. I don't like to drive without music. I don't like to even be at, at the school teaching without some music in the background. Like, it's yeah, you can definitely that, utilize music in more ways than just dancing and singing to it. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, which we're going to actually talk about that next is is memories and kind of like the the cognitive ability for your mind to go somewhere when a certain song comes on. Like, I, I'll give you one that's kind of silly. Um, I was living with my aunt and uncle, uh, I guess this was like 2016. And that's when Chainsmokers came out with um, Don't Let Me Down. And during that time, I think Pokemon Go also came out. Oh, yes. What an amazing like five months. What a moment. What a moment in society. Right. So I remember every time that song, Don't Let Me Down, comes on, the... I like feel myself in the car with the windows down, driving around my cousin, trying to find Pikachu in a neighborhood across the street from his. Like, Did you find it? We never found it. Ah, I, It's the worst. But like just the power of music to bring back like a certain memory and almost like you feel yourself in that moment that the first time you heard it. Like, do you guys have any instances or any songs that just like, this is what I think of every time? Uh, I mean, I, uh, I'll say, I, <laughs> I don't know why this popped up, but one of the biggest, like most vivid memories I have uh, of like hearing a song was um, I was in my driveway. I'm probably in, I think fourth or fifth grade. I'm in my driveway and a legit ice cream truck is driving down my street and it's not playing your typical ice cream music. It's playing Boulevard of Broken Dreams by uh, uh, Green Day. And I'm just, and it was like the second time I'd ever heard the song. I think I heard it once before. And then like that song played for an ice cream truck. And I was like, uh, I guess I'll go look it up and see what it is. And that opened me up really to like a whole uh, other side of music, really. Um, so, yeah, any anytime I am eating ice cream, I think of Green Day. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. For, for me, it's more, I have more like, it takes me back to a certain time in my life rather than a very specific memory. Like, uh, like we have the songs that make me think of like elementary school or uh, high school or even college like the, some of the songs that came out then um, a lot a big thing for me is like I don't know if y'all remember but MTV hits and MTV jams used mm-hmm. to be a thing 
And every time I would wake up in the mornings really early, VH1 had music videos on too. And I just, it's like some of the, <laughs> I remember like the songs that would play before I would go to like middle school, like Lloyd Jew featuring Lil Wayne is one that always <laughs> pops in my head, man. That always pops in my head. It's just some songs like that stick with me. Like I, I'll always remember the first, this is a really nerd, or not a nerdy one, but it's going to be embarrassing for me to say. Uh, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. I remember that song vividly because it was the same night that LeBron James beat the Indiana Pacers in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals to go on to the finals, and he got oh, yeah. his second ring. That's, that, like, that's the memory I have in my head because I heard the song while we were watching the game. So I always connect uh, Call Me Maybe for some reason with LeBron James getting a championship <laughs> ring. I don't know why, um, but I have been listening to Call, my, Call Me Maybe. It's good luck before the games have started. I mean, I gotta continue the trend, but it's stuff like that. It's, it's I have an emotional. Because I, I do think it's, it's kind of like smells, where if you smell a certain smell, it can immediately take you back to a moment. I have the same relationship with music, absolutely. Right. I'll give you another one from. Uh, I think this would probably be about two thousand and four. Uh, two songs that I had like on repeat, and I'd come home from school, freshman year of high school, and I'd play online video poker, um, and I would listen to. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> that's the oldest sentence I've ever heard in my life. Justin, how, how, how long saying, have you been thirty? What's going on, <laughs> Justin? Thank you for your service in World War Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, Good lord. These the two songs were uh, "Some Cut" by Trillville and uh, "Lovers and Friends" by uh, Usher and Little oh, John and Ludacris. Oh, please, your lovers and friends. That yes. Usher, John and Luda had to do it again. So every oh, time I hear those two songs, I go back to freshman year high school coming home and like i'd be watching i'd watch dragon ball z eat some pizza rolls and go upstairs and play poker yes god yes, this is prime dude, time that entire <laughs> confessions album by usher was a moment in history that needs to be looked at all the time and that every single song on that album is an absolute banger i still listen to it to this day it is a great album so one more question with memory and music do either one of you remember the first song you ever slow dance with a girl to Ooh, ooh. Um, Mine was "Drops of Jupiter" by Train. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I do know. So, Cat and I, uh, one time she surprised me. I'm a huge Journey fan. Journey is my favorite band of all time. And uh, one time she surprised me with tickets, and we went to go see them in South Haven, and they played faithfully. And since that date, that night, it was kind of it was early in our relationship. We'd only been dating for I think three or four months by then. Um, but that is now our song. So every time I hear "Faithfully." I think of Catherine and that is like our song moving forward because of course they wrote it as a guess, not a, a, almost to calm the nerves of their wives and girlfriends and stuff when they went on the road, but they were saying, you know, like, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm always going to be faithful to you. And that like, that is, so it's, it's not the first memory of a slow dance, but that is the one that is like our love song. That's the one that's important to, to me in the moment, I guess. Uh, as a single man, I do not have any fantastical uh, uh, <laughs> moments like that currently. <laughs> but, um, no, uh, you know, I can't really think of, I think maybe in middle school, I danced to like Fireflies by Owl City, if anybody remembers that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't, I really, I really Miss couldn't New tell Booty, you. we can't forget. I was too busy, booty. yeah, I was, <laughs> I was too busy uh, like break dancing or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I think that reminds me of um, High School Over and Over Again by Nelly and Tim McGraw. 
Oh my God, oh. you're so old. God, that was a banger though. <laughs> oh, that was a banger though, absolute banger. Yes, yeah, sweatsuit, oh my God. Great album. Yes. Great album. <laughs> yes, I am old. Oh man, it's okay. All right, so let's let's transition uh, to this is a Memphis Grizzlies podcast, um, and I wanted to have you guys on to talk like Memphis and and basketball and music. Obviously, um, the hip hop culture and basketball are very closely related, um, and Justice Winslow has put out his own song on uh, SoundCloud, and uh, I kind of wanted to just kind of hear from y'all. Because, like, Isaiah, you know, I text you about certain artists or certain songs. You know, have oh, you yeah. heard this or listened to this? Like, to get your opinion on it. Um, and sometimes, like, if your opinion's way off, like, I just don't tell you my opinion because I don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I, Justin, uh, I, I hope you know – I never want you to feel like that unless it's a, one of your incorrect opinions about LeBron James. But other than that, <laughs> you, can, you can bring whatever garbage take you want, and I'll, and I'll bring it with open arms. I love it. Well, so and, and Isaiah has never shamed me for anything music-wise. Um, they do constantly shame me for fantasy football and LeBron James. Oh yeah, well, fantasy football—you're just bad. You're just bad. I'm and, in first place. I'm tied for you're, first. You're you're not. You're below me though. So what does that make you? <laughs> it makes okay, you all so bad. So anyway, right? anyway. <laughs> no, but I did. I did get a uh, get a chance to hear uh, Justice Winslow, and he's not the only one now. Triple J has also dipped his toe in the. Uh, in the um the rap game and he actually he has two songs i think they actually came out i don't know like a year ago now maybe yeah, i couldn't it? find them i was trying to i knew somebody that he had yeah, something they, but I couldn't find they it they both have weird names um justice winslow goes by M mono mono and it's Mo yeah yeah mono stands for mr orange juice orange which i don't i don't know what to make of that that's not really i don't know but but Mr. Orange, uh, good uh, Reservoir Dogs reference, maybe. Who knows? Yes, sir. Uh, but um, no, that song, honestly, between the two of them, I think it's pretty clear Justice Winslow might be the better rapper of the two. Um, but they're two different styles of hip hop now. See, Justice Winslow has more of like a like an old school feel to it. Plus the beat, uh, his song that it was called Black Manu, by the way. Shout out to Manu Ginobili. Um, it, you know the the feel of it was just more vibey. You know, you could you could jam to it while you're driving down the street you know on a sunday it's the best time to listen to chill music you know um but he's he does have a he has a solid little flow and uh he's got some rhymes there too man so so the song's not bad at all and especially since it's his first one and or at least the only one he's released um and then you got triple j of course his his two songs are a little more like gritty uh trap uh, you know, like definitely trap uh, heavy songs. He definitely kind of uh, does a little bit of a Travis Scott impression, which is kind of, it's kind of interesting um, and cool. So, I, you know, out of the two, if I had to pick one, I'd definitely go with Justice Winslow just because that's more my style. But I mean, hey, if they're, uh, if they're going to be dropping some beats on the, on the off seasons, I'm okay with that. Yeah, 100%. Connor, did you get a chance to listen? Yeah, I, I got a chance to listen to him. And, I mean, Isaiah is the music expert of the two of us. So, I I just, I guess, echo what he says. I will say uh, Justice is a little bit more of my style as well. Uh, like, Isaiah and I, we both really like kind of old-school hip-hop, like 90s, early 2000s. That's really kind of my vibe. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoy both of them, though. And, I am I mean, I'm oddly excited to see what they do in the future. I mean, 
recently it seems like the run of NBA players releasing music has actually been pretty good. I mean, you got you got Dame, you got the Grizzlies players. Even Oladipo release has released some music in dude, the past. It's Oladipo, not family, dude, not family friendly at all though. But no, really good. <laughs> Oladipo really good. is singing is singing baby making music, and let me tell you, Absolutely. this guy has the pipes, man. This guy has vocals like I I did not even know about. So uh, shouts out to him. Also, Lonzo, I think, has released some songs, but he's uh yeah yeah, he's something, yeah. Is his are his songs any better than his game? Uh, about the same. Okay, so it's don't got go potential. listen. We'll say that it's very similar to his game in that his songs have a lot of potential. You can yeah. see how they could, could, could become special in the future, but right now they just need to be around the right environment. There you go. So is so is Damian Lillard the king of of hip hop for basketball players? Gotta be, gotta be. And I would say, based on what I know from this Winslow song, is he probably didn't even have a chance to touch him. No, I mean it's very. This is a very like raw take. It feels like this uh, this black manu, and you know, for for a first raw take, I think it's pretty good. I, I mean, obviously Dame Dalla himself has gotten. Uh, He's got a little bit more production. He's got albums getting released on Apple Music and stuff like that. So, you know, like you said, you know, it, like we said about Lonzo, around the right environment, if he puts a little bit more time and money, gets the right people around him, I think just, Justice can make some hits now. I can see it. All right. So let's talk about Ja Morant. Um, I think he may be out there working on um, some stuff with, I guess, Jaron Jackson goes by Trip J. Um, yeah, he gets some mentions in some, some songs of some popular guys. Uh, Montana of 300 actually has a song named after him. just called John ja Morant, which I listened sure. to it. Uh, I listened to it yesterday. I think he only mentions jaw like one time. Um, so I don't think that song really has a hook or anything like that. So he's just, just going off for two minutes and then, uh, t- like that song, I was sitting there waiting for him to say John Morant because he got to a point about halfway through where every uh, every line would rhyme with Morant. So I was like, all right, it's coming next. All right, it's coming next. Nope, and it just it didn't come. I liked it. Um, help me remember what do you guys remember the other guys that have mentioned Jaw in their in their music? I'm pretty sure I mean, Moneybag Yo, yeah, uh, was the big one. Uh, he was something along this blank got me higher than John Morant. And I think Ja definitely uh, commented, tweeted about it, I think, something like that. So, uh, And I think a few probably smaller ones that I mentioned, but definitely Moneybag would be the big one. Yeah, like Ja seems like the uh, kind of the popular player for a lot of hip-hop artists to put him in the songs because, I mean, you see it like every kind of new generation of, of players that come into the league, you see them being mentioned in all these songs. And Ja comes from – He's from the around Charlotte, and of course we've got you got the baby Charlotte, but you've also got guys like De Niro, Ferrar back from there. Like it, hip hop is a big part of the culture in Charlotte. Jay so, Cole's from yeah, Carolina. Yeah, man, like it absolutely makes sense that Jaws he's going to be mentioning all these songs because he is he's from an area very much like Memphis. It's kind of a small town, but they take their music very seriously there. Definitely. I mean, and let's be honest, bro. Dodge just has the swagger, man. He's got the yeah, exactly. And he, he just, matches. He's clean. Yeah. He's a point yeah. guard. He runs the team. He's a rookie. He's averaging all these assists and points. He's making spectacular plays. He's dunking on Aaron Baines. He's almost baptizing uh, AD and Kevin Love. I mean, 
he was a star this season. And it's so incredible. It's so amazing that we actually got the number two pick and didn't mess it up. And we have Woo! this guy on our team. It's incredible. Yeah, and it makes a ton of sense that he's going to be mentioning all these songs because I don't know if you know this, Justin. I know Isaiah does. Memphis as a city is actually the number one mentioned city in song history. It, no city has been mentioned in songs more than, than the city of Memphis. So it's just – it's almost destiny that we get John Moran now because it's only going to double our mentions in songs now. I did not know that. Mm. We're on the yes, up and up. On the up and up, baby. The golden age of Memphis is coming through. Well, I'm glad that I moved back close enough to where I can uh, still somewhat claim Memphis. I'm not, I'm not all the way back yet. That's all right. All right, so let's talk um, – let's go back to the memories. This will be the last thing we do before we I turn it over to you guys to kind of talk about your podcast for a minute. Um, what are some songs that when you hear it, you think Memphis Grizzlies? And I'm going to give I'm gonna give one, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of the way. Uproar by Lil Wayne and Swiss Beats. Um, <laughs> it was the, the intro Banger. song. To the, to the beginning of the season. Um, I know that Marcus All really liked it and was a part of picking out that being their song for the uh, intro video. So when I hear that, my mind automatically goes to uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So what about y'all? What, what's some ones that y'all got? Well, I mean, I, I'm going to take the obvious one, if that's okay with everybody. It's Whoop That Trick. Like every single no time doubt. I hear Whoop That Trick, there's the only memory that comes into my head is Zach Randolph absolutely making Blake Griffin his child on the basketball court. Um, I mean, y'all saw in an interview recently that Blake Griffin or that J.J. Reddick has admitted that Blake Griffin, after he wanted no part of Zach Randolph and Memphis Grizzlies. Every time the playoff bracket would come out, he would just say, oh, God, not the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going to be in a war with Zebo for three weeks. And you're damn right you were. I'm never going to – I will <laughs> never forget, never forget when that banner dropped. I think it was game six. It was the closeout gamer in the FedEx form. Grizz climbed up on this giant ladder and dropped a banner that said, finish them. And then you just heard, dun, 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 in the background. I was like, oh, let's go. And then you get goosebumps all over your body, ground towel going. But my favorite part of that is I would look to my left and look to my right, and I would see like 60-year-old white women screaming at the top of their lungs, whoop that <laughs> trick. And it was amazing. And then we, of course, proceeded to whoop that trick. So that is my number one, probably. The, the way that you vividly described that gave me chills. Like, I was there. So, thank you for that. Um, no, I, I when I hear that song, I don't even say trick anymore. Like, it's so ingrained in me that I'm saying whoop that clip. Like, Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. Good call. Isaiah, what about you? Um, uh, to be honest with you, the uh, back in the day, back in the day day, when I really fell in love with the Grizzlies, those um, later 2000s, um, uh, 2010 season, um, I think a song called Hard in the Paint by Waka Flocka came out uh -huh. about 2010. And uh, we had a couple big boys down in the paint. And I, I just remember hearing that song all the time. First off, it's it was everywhere. It was a huge song. One, one of Waka Flocka's like first like real uh, big songs. And I just remember hitting that before I game. I think at the time I played basketball at the time. And, you know, I used to hit that before every game. I, before every football game, you know, if we were ever going to get hype doing something, anything Grizzly related, anything, anything related, you were getting hyped hard in the paint. So, um, and they definitely played it in the arena several times and it was always a good time. I always got hard. It's a, definitely a head bobbing, uh, bobbing song. And if you have a couple of drinks in you at the game, well, there's nothing that can stop you. Right. I, I've heard several people also say, all I do is win with DJ Khaled. Oh, but yeah. like, we're not the only ones that oh, play yeah, that. Yeah. So, like that's just 
I, I do think of that I mean, like the the streamers falling too, but like we're that's not something that's unique to the Grizzlies. We've got a well one that I, that just popped in my head too is uh, DJ Paul and Drummer Boy a few years ago made We Don't Bluff, so oh, that's like right. that is a one thousand percent a Grizzly song, and I think it came out in like twenty thirteen ish around that time. But yeah, so that's one that I and we played and they played at Grizzlies games all the time. A recent one. Um, like these, I go and I cover the games and before the games, one of the last songs that they play is Dior by Pop Smoke. So I always think of that as well. Like whenever I hear Pop Smoke RIP, I think of the Grizzlies and John Morant and them warming up because you just see John Jaren down there vibing to him the whole time. Right. Well, uh, that's all I had for, for my part of the show. I, I, if you guys didn't know, Sounding Color got picked up by um, 92.9 ESPN as a, as a podcast in their, uh, their network. And so I just want to turn it over to you guys to kind of talk about uh, how y'all came up with this, like what y'all are, are wanting to see out of this, like what's it about, what y'all do, and uh, then we'll close it out after that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it really, it really stemmed because, uh, well, Connor not first, we love, we love movies, you know, more than most things in the world uh, and music as well and pop culture as a whole, really. And it really started because Connor had a show back in the day called the Connor Dunning show. And he, and I listened to it all the time. And he reached out to me one day and was like, Hey, do you want to come on the pod with me? And I guess he liked what the way I talked about movies and debated him and argued with him. So he was, he kept me around. And um, then we had another opportunity to make another podcast and, and we decided to go for it. And, and yeah, basically our show is, you know, we talk about what's been going on. Uh, unfortunately, we've had a lot of tragedies in, in 2020, so we've had to uh, had to kind of discuss those in, in, in part. But um, for the majority, we just like to have fun. You know, we have conversations and try to rank movies and, you know, directors and all kind of stuff uh, as best we can. And, and we have fun doing it, you know, and um, it's just a good time. It's one of those things where you can just kind of escape to, and, and it's good, to, at least for me, to have uh, – a way to you know express myself in such a, in a weird time uh so yeah uh Connor yeah uh to go off of that it is for me the podcast is, is that like for movies like my relationship with movies is is different than most it is a um you know I've had some times in my life that haven't been that haven't been easy you know men mental health wise and movies have always been a place where I can go and just kind of escape for for two or three hours and um, Isaiah is one of the, the people that shares that love of movies with me, of, of film and cinema and whatever. And um, I guess what we wanted to do is kind of give movie lovers a place where they can go that isn't like pretentious. We're not like really critics. We, we, we talk critically of movies when they need to, but we like to keep it a positive vibe. We like to keep it fun and upbeat and really talk about the love for movies and movies that we love talking about because we hope that that passion, you know, bleeds through the microphone and that people can feel it. We want them to feel like that they are in the room with us talking about movies and that they're just with two friends hanging out, talking about stuff. And that's why like recently I've had a ton of fun. We've been doing movie drafts. Um, we've been doing Rushmore's of stuff. We've, we're really trying to figure out what the, the show actually is because uh, like Justin alluded to is that radio.com, intercom and 929 ESPN, they, they, they gave us a shot. They said, Hey, this is something that we believe in. So let's, let's pick it up. Uh, here's a here's a one year thing. We'll we'll see what it is. So every single week we're trying to come up with new ideas. Uh, this week actually we're recording our new podcast tomorrow. It's going to be about horror movies. So we're going to talk about some of the all time great horror movies because we are in the month of October. Um, so I guess like 
what we want it to be is just a place that movie lovers, pop culture lovers, and music people can come and just hang out with us for about 30 to 30 minutes to an hour. Um, we, we, we love having conversations with people. We, we, we know that people may disagree with us sometimes, and that's totally fine because that's what movies are. It is at the end of the day, it is a, an opinion-based uh, medium. Some opinions we can just say are outright wrong, but most of them are, are valid opinions, and that's why we like talking about them. And like Isaiah said, unfortunately, we've had some tragedies recently uh, in Hollywood and around pop culture, so we've had to touch on those. But overall, we try to keep it light. We try to keep it fun. Um, you know, you can find us, we're on Apple, we're at Sound Color Pod on Apple. We've got uh, three episodes out right now. The first one was a crime movie draft. The second one was we determined who the best leading men in sports movies were all time. That's the second one. The most recent one that we just released is that we did a uh, action movie draft where we listed the top 10 action movies of all time, in our opinion. And that's why we're going to do that with the horror movies coming up. So yeah, subscribe to us on, uh, on Google, on, on Stitcher, on Apple. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sound Color Pod. We're very active on there, you know. Um, yeah, I'm on I'm on Twitter as well at Connor uh, C Dunny nine two nine. So, but yeah, it all stemmed from the Connor Dunny show way back in the day. I was a junior in college and just decided, you know, I want a podcast. So I just called a buddy, got a favor in, and Isaiah was there with me. And we used to do these debates constantly. We'd have our, our good friend Brantley Green, and he would be the judge. Uh, we still have some controversial picks. The the eighties versus seventies movie one is one that we bring up a lot because. I am retroactively wrong on that. The 70s is definitely the GOAT movie era. But it's yeah. kind of fun, you know. It, 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 it's, a, it's just a really fun podcast, and Isaiah is one of my best friends. So, yeah, it, it, it's awesome, man. That's awesome. You guys definitely need to go and give it a listen. Um, and definitely, if you guys have a movie that you have a question about or, or some, you, know, you want some yes. new music or something, like hit them up on Twitter, and they will definitely respond, and they would love to do that. Um, Isaiah, tell, us, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter. Oh yeah, at, at Isaiah Downey. I'm not hard to find. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, again, the the sound uh, at Sound Color Pod is our podcast. Yep. Well, I appreciate you two guys coming on. Um, these two guys are are great, great guys. Um, they're uh, definitely going to go some places with this. And um, we're going national, know, baby. That's right, yeah. going national. Um, I, I guess since you're on the ESPN uh, network, that makes you national. So I'm, I'm sorry, Connor. I take it back. Um, I'll just bring that up for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, uh, as we wrap it up, get your, get your LeBron stuff out. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm almost too nervous to get LeBron takes out right now. Yeah. Um, Isaiah and I have a jinx thing going on, a reverse jinx thing. I, I'm just not going to talk about it. I can't, I can't mess up the, the, the groundwork I've laid with the reverse jinx going on. <laughs> All I'll say is I originally predicted Lakers in six. Same. That's all I've said. That's all. Yeah, same. That's all I'll say. Lakers. We can, you can have us back on after, and we can talk all about it. If it's Lakers in five, fantastic. <laughs> uh, I went opposite, obviously, and went Heat with uh, Heat Gee, six. I'm shocked. Yeah, shocked. of course. They're, they're <laughs> shocked. They're picking against LeBron. I just think that the Miami Heat are a deeper team. Obviously, they had the better two players. <laughs> they had the better oh, two players. Oh, uh, oh, I thought you said they had the better two players. I was about to come through the phone. I was no, about to drive down. <laughs> the Lakers had the better two. No. Okay, okay. They have two of the uh, top five, top six players in the NBA. Top uh, six? What? <laughs> What's happening? Justin's no. out here. Did, he's gonna leave, and he's going to be like, LeBron's the one who's out. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. LeBron's the number yeah, six. Okay, okay, buddy. 
Well, I'm also one that won't say that Giannis is a top five player in the league right now either. So. Then who the right, hell is in front right, of them? I'm going to end the call right now. I'll see you later. I'll see you. It's been uh, fun. Uh, hey, I hope you and the baby and the wife are good, buddy. I'll see you later. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, I hope, it. I hope LeBron James Jr. Jr. Is, is doing well, or the second, or the third, whatever. What? I thought he was Dylan Brooks Jr. That's, that's on, on, on odd-numbered days, he's Dylan Brooks Jr. On even-numbered days, he's LeBron James the third. Oh, my gosh. LeBron James Lewis the third, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right well i love you guys and appreciate appreciate both love of you, you. Too, thanks for having uh, us on yeah uh y'all check out the finals um we'll have this tonight's will be game four so we'll have uh results in tomorrow my braves just pulled out the win i just saw that after basketball practice so um if the if the heat win tonight it'll be a great great night for me uh anyways connor isaiah i appreciate it this has been another episode of the 3ND Podcast.